arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I have the distinct pleasure this year of interviewing all of our Community Arts Awards recipients. And we're going to start off with a bang. Our Community Medal of Arts Award recipient, Frank Mentz. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. How are you, sir? Uh, just fine. Okay, good, good. Uh, we call this show Creative Cafe, so my first question to you this morning is, what is your favorite morning beverage? Uh, coffee. Coffee. Black coffee? Uh, with a little bit of cream or milk. Oh, okay, all right. Well, great. Well, congratulations on your Community Medal of Arts Award. Uh, for, those, uh, for those listening, the Community Medal of Arts recognizes an artist who is a leader in their field, has a significant body of creative activity, has received local and or national acclaim, and has impacted our community through art. The award encompasses all arts forms, including but not limited to visual, musical, theatrical, literary, performing, multimedia, architecture, or design, and is only awarded once in a recipient's lifetime. And this morning, I'm talking with Frank. I understand that um, you actually began your career in glass blowing in 1972, right? Uh, and you really haven't looked back from there, right? No. Uh, who knows what's going to be ahead? <laughs> okay. Okay. How did you get into this work? Uh, purely by accident. I happened to uh, uh, be at an employee of Upjohn, mm -hmm. and uh, my first job was repairing mechanical calculators, uh, which were pretty expensive and intricate. And I moved into uh, working with laboratory equipment, mm -hmm. and it happened that the department I was transferred into with that, I had a glass blower. And I oh. had no idea Upjohn had a glass blower. Uh, but at the time, they were building new research buildings downtown two large ones and he was getting really busy and I was you know so efficient that they said well I had time to go help him and the next thing I know I was in the glass shop uh, uh, blowing glass uh, making stuff for laboratory uh, glassware and doing repairs and constructing new items and uh, it just kind of went on from there for a number of years of course, we had the opportunity uh, to make some glass uh, artwork uh, for uh, certain uh, anniversaries or you know events that they have, and uh, that was my first touch of any kind of glass art, which wasn't a whole lot. Okay. But uh, uh, I was uh, retired early because of mergers, and I started my own glass blowing shop in the Park Trades Building. Right, so that would have been 2000 when Upjohn became Pharmacia? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I actually retired in 96. So oh, okay. I, I already had a shop there, so okay. started there. Sure. But right around 2000, uh, there was other glass people in, this, in the building, uh -huh. and uh, not only a, a large glass-blowing uh, furnace, uh, but uh, stained glass and fused glass and uh, even some neon. Wow. 
And uh, we uh, all got together since we had a common thing with class. Sure. And uh, with uh, uh, Judy Konisny, who was right across the hall from me, uh, instigated uh, uh, starting a, a glass blowing society uh, to not only teach classes, but to uh, have uh, camps and things for uh, you know, young kids uh, you know, in school. Sure. And uh, it started very small, and uh, we did stuff in the hallway and wherever we could find room. <laughs> okay. And eventually, uh, uh, we got uh, a grant to uh, rent a room, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we converted it into a classroom, and it started growing from there. Okay, and that was that was called the West Michigan Glass Art Society. Is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that uh, that grew, and is now Glass Arts Kalamazoo. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we needed bigger space, and there was another large space uh, which seemed kind of large originally mm -hmm. for us to go into. Uh, but like, it was nice uh, space because it was right on the first floor. Sure. On the corner of the building, and uh, had cement floors. <laughs> Important. <laughs> With the hot glass. Yeah. And high ceilings, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, we converted it uh, with some help. We converted into uh, what I think is a pretty nice uh, glass uh, organization with mm -hmm. uh, all kinds of classrooms and events and a gallery. Uh huh. And uh, being involved with that. Uh, got me going into the more into the art uh, field uh, when uh, I first started uh, we used pyrex type glass and it was for laboratory so it was all clear glass okay and uh, there was just not any color to be had until uh, I retired early from upchan uh, suddenly these companies were making color glass and pyrex Oh, okay. Uh, which has the same coefficient of expansion as, as uh, laboratory glass. Mm -hmm. uh, so we started uh, using that uh, along with some softer glass and when we had artists come in to uh, uh, teach classes from around the country mm -hmm. and uh, increase our skills in the process. Sure. Uh, so suddenly we had all this color and that was all new to me and that was quite a learning experience uh, uh, because the color is is all different each one each color has a little bit of uh, characteristic of melting differently in the fire oh okay and uh, they're all compatible together but they heat up and cool down at different rates it makes it kind of uh, a challenge to learn you know how to use the colors Right, and 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 you also taught, you taught students yes. uh, all of this um, for many years. Can you talk a little bit about maybe some of your favorite classes to teach? Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, uh, some people got a little bit scared. Uh, you'd have a, a dozen kids and just one instructor, and you had twelve torches going, very hot to melt glass. Uh huh. And to uh, be able to do this in a safe manner and teach them how to uh, melt the glass in the fire and not their hand. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, to make some basic things, you know, pendants and uh, maybe a fish or 
some other piece of artwork uh -huh. that uh, could be made and we got where we could make something in uh, about 45 50 minutes from somebody walking in didn't know nothing about nothing and uh, they ended up making an art piece yeah that must be really fulfilling yeah to be able it, to do that it uh, it was fun but uh, you had to be on your toes I'm sure that many uh, students with that much fire in their hands sometimes we had extra hands because we we had all kinds of kids and sometimes we had some that were uh, not fully developed so to speak <laughs> sure <laughs> had autism or something and uh, we were still able to do this and mm -hmm. get them uh, working with something and yeah uh, so it was it was a lot of fun over the years yeah, and you talked about uh, always learning yourself as well. Um, could you tell us a little bit about maybe a favorite project that you've worked on? Uh, well, one of the early ones we did was called Crystal Rain. It's okay. in the Nature Center. Hmm. Uh, it was a, an 18-foot tall uh, structure you might call it uh, all kinds of uh, special nylon lines and we had like raindrops wow that we uh, tied to these lines and uh, had some green leaves to put with it and uh, uh, several of us worked on it mm -hmm. and we got that uh, all put together and installed and I think it's still there it's still there at the nature <laughs> center that's great um, that's great so you know it, it's a learning process you learn more by doing just mm. like any other art form that mm -hmm. you can like i always compare it to a playing the piano you can watch somebody play all day but you can't do anything until you practice and it's the same right. way with class and a lot of other art forms right I've been talking with Frank Mentz. He is one of the founders of the West Michigan Glass Art Society. He is also going to receive the Community Medal of Arts on December 5th at 7 o'clock at the Gold Lake Center for Fine Arts. Um, we're just uh, so glad to be able to recognize all of your work over all of these years, starting at the Upjohn Company and working your way all the way through the arts community here in Kalamazoo. Frank, thank you so much for talking with me today, and I'm really looking forward to the show on December 5th. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Do you like a good party? Well, so does the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Join the Arts Council as they celebrate members of our community for their artistic contributions and achievements. The recipients of the various community arts awards make our community a more vibrant and engaging place to live. So come celebrate with the Arts Council, enjoy live performances and beautiful gifts of art as we honor and hear from those selected for 2023. The celebration will take place on Tuesday, December 5th at 7 p.m. at the Gall Lake Center for Performing Arts. That's Tuesday, December 5th at 7 p.m. Attendance is free, but RSVPs are appreciated. Simply go to KalamazooArts.org and visit the Community Arts Award page under Programs. The website again is KalamazooArts.org. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.
And welcome back to Creative Cafe. We are celebrating our Community Arts Award recipients. Um, we just announced them this week. And so I have the pleasure now of uh, talking with Braden Davis, who is a senior at Loy Norrix High School. He is one of our recipients of the Adam F. Carter Young Artist Award. This award recognizes and encourages the next generation of artists in our community. Named after a young artist whose life was cut short, but whose contribution to the arts community of Kalamazoo provided uh, an example that age really doesn't matter when making a difference in the arts. This recipient is, should be a rising high school senior or current senior. Um, as the case may be here, who's had an impact in both their artistic field of study and in their community. Good morning, Braden. How are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm good. So it, it's called Creative Cafe. So my first question for you this morning is what is your favorite morning beverage? I would have to say my favorite morning beverage is hot chocolate. It may sound a little childish, but I love hot chocolate. You love hot chocolate. Yeah. Hey, whatever gets you moving in the morning, right? Well, you are one of the recipients of the Adam F. Carter Young Artist Award this uh, this year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. How did you get involved in theater? Um, well, my parents have always been involved in theater. Um, my dad did shows in high school, as did my mom. And my mom has done uh, many shows at the Kalamazoo Civic, um, and my dad has, has as well. Um, and they kind of threw me into a summer performing arts camp. And okay. although it, like I hated it initially, <laughs> okay. but um, I ended up loving the people. The oh. community is really what brought me in. But then also singing is one of my like passions. And okay. I got into acting and, and dancing. So, yeah, I just that that one summer camp. Uh, where we did Beauty and the Beast Junior was okay. where I really got started. And who did you get to play? Uh, Cogsworth. Oh, you got to play Cogsworth. Yep. Yeah, that's a fun role. Mm -hmm. That's a very fun role. So you got thrown into theater. Mm -hmm. Didn't like it at first, but uh, from your resume, you do now. Uh, I know that you're working on a show right now mm -hmm. at Loy Norix. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Of course. I am playing Curly in Oklahoma, uh -huh. um, sort of the the lead role. And although he's portrayed to be the pr protagonist he uh -huh. is i would say the antagonist of the show um and it's it's a really really fun role he is sort of one-sided but that doesn't mean that i have to i don't delve into the character of course but it's it's really fun musically and i this is the first high school high school show that i've been in that i get to actually dance in, oh, okay. which is really really fun so okay yeah. so stretching your legs a little mm -hmm. bit on this one yeah what other shows have you had the pleasure of being in um one of my favorite roles was um emmett forrest in legally blonde mm -hmm. um and that was last school year um but my favorite role that i've ever played in of all time was um, I was in a show called Disaster, mm -hmm. which is a jukebox musical of um, 70s disco, and um, and I got to play Ben slash Lisa, so I was a, a brother and sister duo, and I would <laughs> okay. switch out every so often between the two, and it was just, it was really fun, and it's such a funny show, so yeah. That's cool. Very cool. So you do a lot of performing, mm -hmm. but I also understand that you've uh, you also captained and coached your debate team mm -hmm. at school, as well as serving as an assistant director. Yes. Can you talk about what you find fulfilling to do the behind the work scenes? Of course. I as much as I love performing, there is a sort of anxiety attached to it where 
you never get like an outside perspective. You never get to look in on yourself unless you like record yourself doing it. And that's not always an opportunity. But I love giving other people the opportunity to have someone um, look in on their work Mm -hmm. and and really um, get a sense of somebody else's eyes are looking on this that I trust and that can really, really help me make my performance better so on my on my speech team i will i will sit people down and i'll like go through the characterization of all of their characters if they're playing Mm -hmm. multiple um and i will make sure that their script is cut so it's it makes sense and um just because when you're doing and i've had this trouble myself when you're doing your own like performance Mm -hmm. it's very easy to look past things that you thought were easy and may not they might not work out but when you get somebody else to look at it, then it's a lot helpful in the long run. Okay. And so what is your specialty on debate? Um, I, so I'm on this, I'm on this, in, in speech and debate, I'm on the speech half. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I coach interpretation. Okay. Um, so I take, other people take um, writer's works and cut it down to a certain time limit depending on the event. And then mm-hmm. they perform it. And I, that's right. my so specialty. So a dramatic interpretation mm-hmm. of the work. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then as far as the assistant director work, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. um, My director approached me and was like, would you want to assistant direct? Because I couldn't be I couldn't be there the whole time. Okay. Um, And it was a collection of scenes. So I was still actually able to be in the show. Um, But he gave me two scenes to block. Mm -hmm. um, And I every time that we went up uh, and rehearsed those scenes, I was like, I would talk to the people in in the scene and be like, "What do you want out of this scene? What are your characters' intentions? What is what is all of that?" And make sure that they really, really got their characters. And one of the scenes um, my brother was in, so it was really, really fun to work with him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like uh, even though it was kind of a rough start in life for theater, um, you've really found some meaning mm-hmm. in being able to perform and being able to help others with their performances. What else do you like to do? Um, well, I am a self-proclaimed computer enthusiast. That's what I put on all, all right. of my college applications. Um, I built my own gaming computer, so I spent like months researching all the parts, and I got really, really into um, what every part did. And I mean, unfortunately, the reality is that you have to worry about like the cost of everything. Sure. So um, I had a large budget because of money I'd saved up over the years, um, and one day I decided I just really want to build one. So I got all the parts, I built it, and I still use it to this day. And okay. yeah, it's it's really, it's it's one of my proudest achievements. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, and a useful hobby, right? Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. useful. All right, well, you mentioned college. You mm-hmm. plan to attend college next year? I do. And have you figured that part out yet? Not necessarily. I'm going into musical theater. Okay. Um, so I have to audition for all of the colleges. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. And most of that is in February. And then the decisions come out like March. Uh-huh. And so it's stressful because at most like 24 kids are allowed into a program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm auditioning for 12 different schools, which oh, wow. surprisingly is on the lower end of the spectrum. Um, really? I know people who are auditioning for 30 schools. So it's, oh, wow. yeah, but I'm excited for the process because as I said, theater is one of my, my passions mm-hmm. and 
um, I'm really, really excited for college. One, because I get to move away and experience new things, but also sure. um, I've spent a lot of time with, with college professors and it's, they're, they're almost magical. Like I can't wait to get out there and uh-huh. learn from them and, and be thrown into the, the real world. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So uh, your ultimate aspiration then? Post- Broadway. Broadway. That's, okay. that's the goal. But that is an, that is an aspiration. Yeah. Sure. I mean, okay. everything, everything in theater is great. Like I could end up teaching, like never, never be on Broadway, never even go to New York and end up teaching. And I would mm-hmm. still be more than content with my life. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's great. Uh, Brayden Davis is one of this year's Young Artist Award recipients for the Community Arts Awards, which we will have on Tuesday, December 5th at 7 p.m. at the Go Lake Center for Fine Arts. If you would like to come on out and uh, celebrate with Braden his successes and see him get his award. You can go to KalamazooArts.org and RSVP. Um, we'd love you the RSVP. It's not necessary. So if you're thinking last minute you want to come out, come out and join us. We would love to see you. Braden, uh, congratulations on all the success you've had so far. And um, we're rooting for you. Thank you so the much. Next step in life. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drive tourism, spark creativity, and strengthen our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo provides support and resources to artists and arts organizations throughout Kalamazoo County. Another round of grant deadlines will soon be approaching. If you are an artist or an arts organization in Kalamazoo County, the Arts Council has resources for you. Find out about the grants they offer to fund your next project or professional development opportunity at KalamazooArts.org and click the Grants tab or call them at 269-342-5059 and they'll be happy to help. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo gives out approximately $200,000 in grants each year and they want to support you too. Now you know.